Bradley, your host today, and I am joined here with the fabulous Bob Towers, my co-host. How are you, Bob? Hello, Caitlin. I'm absolutely fabulous because here in the little UK, little old UK, spring has finally broken out. Yes. There was a fiery orb in the sky today and the clouds are on their way to wherever clouds go. So, yeah, they're looking <laughs> up. Fantastic. Now, I must say to our listeners that we are back on Zoom for this one episode, which yeah. I have to tell you why, because I'm so, so excited. I say this every episode, I know, but <laughs> I just love it. So our guests today, some are from, are you ready for this? Because <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> So we're from Hollywood. Now, I know you can't see me because I'm only literally coming through your ears, but I actually gestured and everything then. From Hollywood. So we are joined today with the fabulous LDR, Long Distance Relationship Improv. And we have got Al, Laura, Carell and Beaver joining us on our podcast. How are you guys? Great, thanks. Excellent. Fantastic, fantastic. It's an international show today, an international show. We've hit it big, Bob. We have made it. I feel <laughs> I'm like, um, Mr. Tracy on Thunderbirds and Tracy Island, which he's got his like kids around the world, you know, doing missions. That's that's me. I'm in mission control <laughs> and Ned, but I've got people around the world. That's that's so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not spoke about Thunderbirds, but years. Anyway, so yeah, Al, would you like to introduce your company and just tell a bit about us, about about you? Yeah, yeah. Well, as I say, it's uh, we're an, we're an international improv team. Um, obviously, I'm not from Hollywood, as you can tell by <laughs> this accent. But um, yeah, basically, we 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 met at uh, some of us met at the UCB Theatre. Uh, in 2019 just before the pandemic and we continue to meet online afterwards because of the pandemic mm. and since then the team grew and we've continued to perform improvised long-form comedy online for ourselves <laughs> and um and, <laughs> and 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 whoever else fancies watching yeah. evan's mom right yeah evan's mom evan's mom um, <laughs> yeah she watched it which is nice my parents have never watched it <laughs> well my mom my mom watched it one time she was like it's it's okay uh, uh i have notes for funnier things to say i'm like we don't. <laughs> i can't i can't just i can't use that for next show i'm sorry mom <laughs> my mom's very russian <laughs> that's the accent what what i like about your approach to things because uh we were just chatting in in the warm-up to, to this is that generally a lot of theatre groups and theatre people will do improv as uh, a workshop or a training, but you do it as, as a performance. So tell me a little bit of, about how that works in front of live audiences um, in, in, in that kind of setting. There is a lot of training behind it. Um, I think when you first say like improv as a show, I think people assume, oh, you just get together and make stuff up which you do <laughs> but there are rules behind it which makes it sound not fun but it is um but it's 
you build a lot of rules and trust between yourselves so that the group almost develops like one singular mind you start to get so used to people you can tell from their facial expressions what they're about to do you know you're on the same wavelength it wouldn't work without us all having that same wavelength and knowledge of very similar rules to each other so it is, it, does that come from rapport and knowing each other really well, or is there an actual framework that sits behind this? Well, it's both. There's, it's, it's both. It, you have to develop a group mind, like Laura said. Mm. But there is a specific concept. Now, there are lots of different tools and ways of improvising. And, um, you know, in the UK, there's... There's, actually there's quite different tools to what to what we've learned um, in the US and that's why I traveled out there to do it um, but the, the concept we work around is is game of the scene which was developed by a guy I think originally by a guy called by, by Del Close am I right in saying that was it him I think it was him yeah, at, the, so. at the improv yeah. Olympic and then from there it was it was kind of perfected by the Upright Citizens Brigade Theatre, the UCB, where we all where we all trained. Yeah, and I think like adding to that, like when you when you become like a great improviser, which we're hoping to be one day, um, <laughs> trust. Uh, you you could like you could play with anyone, and I think they 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 really like try to like put that inside that thought inside of you that that when you're when you're great you could play with bad people and still nail your scene and still make the scene funny um and that that's like i guess that's what, what it comes down to like some people that are okay improvising the great the great ones could i mean i've i've seen a couple of shows where they they literally let you put like your name in a hat and they like invite a random guest on stage yeah and, <laughs> and they'll play along with them and and they make that person seem funny because of how they respond <laughs> to what they're saying so it's a bit of both yeah and helping build rapport obviously with your team um gets you yeah like you you know what your partners are comfortable doing and and you're uh, more comfortable pimping them out if you will so <laughs> yeah. amazing and Beaver, oh, yeah sorry. i think um, it, you, oh, oh, you came up with the name <laughs> Beaver. you came up with the name where did you come up with the name from how did it come about? Um, yeah, so <laughs> I came up with the name actually thinking about the tagline that I wanted to do, which okay. I thought would, it, was, it was so stupid, but I Say came it. up with the name. It. It, it's no longer our tagline. Well, not in the Instagram. I, I don't know who someone took it out, but um, the, <laughs> the name was supposed to be long distance relationship. And then the tagline for our shows was supposed to be don't worry, this won't last long. Um, <laughs> I love so that. That's how I came up with it. Um, just because I thought it was a funny crossover between a long, a literal long distance relationship and us being like, watch our improv show. It's only 20 minutes. Um, yeah. And then, you know, we shortened it to LDR just to like punch it up for, for shows and stuff. But yeah. Fantastic. Obviously, the, the origin was that we're all on different continents, so. Yes. Can I ask as, as well, um, how, how liberating is it from um, script acting? Because we've all worked with directors who, you know, do not allow you to, um, uh, to 
um, change from the script, especially kind of where, you know, Shakespearean stuff or, or wherever. Um, and the re one of the reasons why I love improv so much is that you are free from that kind of, um, you know, uh, sticking to the script and stuff. But I can see that it is an entirely different discipline from learning a script. Um, because you have to be so kind of creative and responsive and just think, you know, you have to think in, in you know, milliseconds here. So what, what's that been like? Because you know, presumably you all came from that background of, of script learning and, and acting. Not all of us. Yeah, that's the benefit of, of improv, by the way. Like, not everybody necessarily has to have been an actor before they do that to learn that style, especially in the US. Some of those people have gone straight into the UCB. Because, Laura, you're, you're not, I mean, you don't mind me saying, you're not from an acting background. And Corel, you've done some performance, right? But I've done char like character acting for, you know, festivals, but no, no, no acting. Yeah, and my only experience was like a couple years ago getting involved with a local community theatre for a bit, but nothing, nothing growing up, no real interest in it. But improv always felt a bit different. I think the thing that I always liked about it was that it's, it always felt to me like in traditional script based acting, there was a competition over who got the most lines and how good you looked. And I think the thing I like with improv is that you everyone's working together to make everyone else look good if you come out of it looking the best you've done a terrible job because you should be setting up jokes for someone else to get in and do the punchline and all of you want to look funny together yeah. i've always enjoyed the community aspect of it there definitely are egos in improv but they are they are, are a negative thing and they pull the whole show down right. as a before as a team you work to make the show look good and if you're being an egomaniac or steamrolling somebody, the show falls, so everybody fails. If you, yeah, like, takes. I, don't, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Don't Think Twice. It's like this big movie that came out a few years ago about improv, like a team of improvisers. Uh, I think, yeah, it was created by Mike Birbiglia, who's um, a great comedian. But um, there's the one character played by Keegan-Michael Key who like just steamrolls their improv shows because he like really wants to be on SNL. So like whenever scouts come to the show, he just like goes into his characters uh, and it just like ruins the entire show. So it's like mm. in, in improv, if you try to be funnier than other people, you're making the scenes worse. Cause it's not about being funny. The whole like basis of improv, especially UCB is like, playing at the top of your intelligence and like in real life we're not trying to be funny we're just like reacting truthfully okay okay i'm learning so much tonight guys i'm loving it <laughs> well, to, yeah. to to carry on from what viva said there that that translates also into generally being an actor too which is why you find a lot of these improvisational comedians who maybe weren't actors to begin with and went through the programs at the ucb or there's other theaters the second city in the uk there's the free association there's the glasgow improv theater as well which you know you can go through them a lot of those skills that you need listening reacting and not having an ego uh, making your scene partner look good they all still apply to a scripted scene um, you know, and my acting is because I do scripted work too, and Viva does. You know, I don't know about you, Viva, but my acting's gotten better through doing improv. Yeah, absolutely. 
I yeah, think they're I like, oh no, Carol, go ahead. No, um, I, I love it because it's basically the acting equivalent of martial arts because <laughs> you just got to like go in there and respond to whatever comes your way. Um, except, you know, you are facilitating someone else as, as well. Um, but I, I wasn't sure, um, with, uh, thinking about your organization, one, how much kind of um, audience engagement and participation is there? Um, secondly, um, is it always comedy? Um, or, you, you know, do you, is comedy not a rule, but you generally end up in comedy? We've done some dramatic scenes, but maybe not on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those have been those have been really bad scenes. Yeah, <laughs> I think the the goal, you know, the goal is to get laughs at the end of the day. Um, that's that's what makes us happy. But you know, like Viva was saying, like top of your intelligence and funny things happen when you have everyday conversations, and it's just like listening to what the other person said and, and understanding that like in this conversation, that's something weird that was just said and really keying in on that. And you know, because if you try to make something consistently funny, like there's no, there's no show that's like, unless it's stand up, but even in stand up, you have the setup to the joke. So that conversation, the regular conversation that we have is the setup to the joke because you can't just be on high all the time you kind of have to have regular conversations in order to be like oh well that was different that was weird and then really like hit that again and again um, yeah how much um, has, has it been a kind of tool to engage new people within acting and, and drama do you know i find um that quite a few of the people that i know from the scene in Glasgow um, through the Glasgow Improv Theatre that like maybe started in classes with me that didn't have any acting background the thing that they inevitably like you can get good at improv but you also want to get good at scene like stage craft and like where do I stand how do I look at the audience how do I show positions of power in the scene without having to say anything and that's always been the point where I refer people back to like community theatre to go and learn and do something scripted and get used to just the basics of it all. Yeah. Um, I think it all works hand in hand. I don't know if anyone else agrees, but it's like you can yeah, get good at um, both at the same time. Yeah, adding on to that, Laura, like one of the things that in our coaching and classes, you know, improv teachers talk about all the time is like, you can be good in a scene by, you know, reacting in a witty way and like saying funny words but one of the most important components of improv is having an honest emotional reaction yeah. like Corel was saying to the weird thing that's happening mm. and a lot of times I feel like people forget that like the emotional part is where the acting comes in and it's like you have to play emotions as part of improv also we haven't mentioned agreement as much but agreements like a really big part of it um, you know, there's the concept of yes and, which comes in with, with all improv, mm -hmm. um, but you have to get on the same page as your partner. I was reading a part from a book, Truth and Comedy, the other night, which is the, the Del Close book, the guy who developed a lot of these ideas. And he did a scene with Joan Rivers, and he says in the book that in the scene, he went, they were playing a couple and she was leaving him. 
And he said, what about the kids? And she said, we don't have any kids. We've got to laugh. We've got to really laugh. It's a proper Joan Rivers line. But for the rest of the scene, she denied the reality that he was trying to develop. So, I mean, I think if I was improvising in that situation, I'd have gone, what birds just think about the kids that we could have had? I think Dead Close is whining a little bit about that there. But I think, you know what I mean? The, the, the point he's making does stand. You want to try and if you say, hey, let's get in the car. And then Laura goes, that's not a car, that's a speedboat. Then the reality's <laughs> fallen apart because we don't have props on the stage. We have four chairs in a black box space or for the past, you know, uh, 18 months we've had these boxes on a on a screen so we have to develop a world together and the only way that really that initially that that spark happens is if we both agree if we are both in the trenches in world war ii um then we have to agree on that otherwise the scene will collapse yes. Yeah, you have to agree on, on an environment, invite someone in that environment, and that's where it goes on. Um, but sorry, we, we didn't pick up on the point about um, the audience engagement. Um, I, I know sometimes you're asking for prompts from the audience, uh, but sometimes are you, um, are you having audience members up on stage? How does all that work and how, how's it been? So the main reason that you would get um, an audience to suggest a word to start is it almost helps you prove that it is all made up on the spot um, it's a real good way to be like anyone throw out a word right now a random person in the audience shouts a word it's like getting someone up on stage as a magician to be like look at this person I've never met before um, because if we all went <laughs> up and we were like okay let's start and just started doing scenes people might not actually believe we've made them up um, yeah. So there's that element to it. But um, like Kirill was saying, there are there are shows out there that will get audience participation. They will let a random member of the audience up on stage to improvise with them. It's not really something we do. Um, a jam. Because a jam, we do do the jam, yeah. So if anybody wants, well, if anybody wants to come and have a go at the end, in the UK, it's not the most sociable of times because we have we start the show at half 10 in the UK in the evening. So it's like a late show. It's like, you know, they have late shows, surely. Um, so it's like a late show. Um, and that's because we've got people coming in from Australia on our team, Chris and Holly in Australia. We've got myself and Laura. Uh, Laura's in Scotland. I'm obviously in Liverpool. Viva's in LA. Carell's in LA. Evan's in LA, Rebecca's in Florida, Hannah's in Chicago at the moment. So everyone's all over the place. But at the end of the show, we do like a 20 minute set where we just go, hey, if you wanna come and play with us, we will do scenes with you. And I'm not gonna lie, some of those scenes are absolutely awful. <laughs> Wait, uh, Al, don't, don't name names, but wasn't there one gym you guys did where someone was just stayed with their camera on in every single scene? Yeah. But we can't talk about those people. Can we cut that out? Because <laughs> they probably do listen to this podcast. There were very lovely I, people. I didn't say a name. I, I didn't, didn't say a name, but they're going to know who they are. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cut it out, please. Cut it out. Don't, don't I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, someone did stay on with the camera on. And my friend came on. Oh, no, actually, no. It, I know who you mean. It was my mate, Nick. But there was someone else that came on. I don't mind saying Nick. Nick came on with his camera on and also brought a puppet pie. He made a pie puppet. But stayed oh. in every single scene. Uh, I completely ruined the I show. Think I but watched it that one, you know. I think I watched that one. <laughs> it was it was fun chaos. It was still I mean, dispute that that ruined the show. That was brilliant. <laughs> no, I think it was. I think it was great. Actually, I think it was fantastic. 
Fantastic. He was just in every scene. <laughs> every scene did over in the pie. There's, yeah. there's, there's two worlds of thought over here because, you know, generally on stage, like I was saying, we just have chairs and a stage. That's it. No yeah. props, nothing. Yeah. And now with Zoom, a lot of people will like bring in a prop, like, oh, I got my phone. And it's yeah. just not like some people are, like stubborn about it. Like, no, you can't do that. This is improv. But I guess with, with it being Zoom, eh, you know, we, 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 we allow it. We allow certain things that we might not allow in shows. I, I think there are definitely Zoom props now. It's, it's a category. It's a thing now, Zoom props, because we've just got so used to it. Um, but I, I'll let, let me ask you, um, how does how did this hang together internationally? Because are, are you the global mastermind of 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 this um, of, of of this? Of group? Um, <laughs> sure. No, sadly, have to say, find each other. Well, not not everyone's here. That's the first thing. So not everybody's not everybody's here. So the way the way it worked, as I say, I went out to LA in 2019 and studied at the UCB because I'd always wanted to do it. I'd done some improv in Liverpool. There is um, there's Liverpool comedy improv that does sort of short form and they now do long form, and that's what got me into it. And I performed with a few teams around Liverpool, and then I wanted something more, so I travelled out to LA. We all became friends. A lot of those guys were where it was actually on. In this actual chat, there's only really, really me and Carell who've met in person, but there was Holly, Hannah, and Chris. We all met when we were there. And because I was on my holidays, basically, I forced everybody to come see shows with me and drink with me every night. Um, yes. <laughs> Carell and I just went to go see shows all the time. And Carell was like, I'm in work, bro. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I said, you think you were off at the time, so it was okay. Yeah, um, I, was, I was off. And, and that's how that sort of happened. And then when the pandemic hit, it was Chris, actually, uh, who was the Chris. one who, Chris, who's in Melbourne. He was like, should we just get together and just get on Zoom? Everyone else is doing it. That's what all the cool kids are doing. <laughs> and then it, from there, we just started gradually. I mean, it was a logistical night. To be fair, at first, I didn't think I could do it because I was like, there's no no way that this is going to fit um, with my timetable. <laughs> and they shifted some things around. So it's like, it's like crack of dawn for um, Australia. It's like 7.30 a.m. for those guys. Yeah. So they're really tired. They just got out of bed. For me and Laura, it's the middle of the night. When it moves into autumn and winter, the clocks change and we actually go closer to Australia. So it's okay. slightly later in the morning for them and slightly earlier in the evening for us. So that's a, that's the sweet spot. Uh, the Americans yeah. get the cushion. Probably you know, at, at all hours in Australia anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a, it's a cushy slot for the Americans. Um, but our coach is... is, is well, she's a Canadian living in America, but she's uh, she, it, it had to kind of work around her. And um, she's was our teacher at UCB, Monica Smith. So she, she's coached us from more or less, more or less the beginning of the pandemic. I'd say probably like May, June last year, we started practicing. And, yeah. yeah. And can I ask um, Viva and, and Laura, how, how did you get involved? How did you both get involved in it then? Al discovered me. Um, <laughs> Al scouted me. Al, Al and I took 201 on Zoom together. So that was like a few months into the pandemic where, you know, all classes were going on Zoom anyway. And Al just messaged me and was like, I got a group of people. Do you want to hop in and give it a try? Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, yeah. Um, 
And then it was a lot of fun. And they liked me enough and were like, you're in, kid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of similar. Um, Al seems to just scout the internet for <laughs> like-minded improvisers. But um, I, Al did classes with my friends who I'm in like a homegrown team with. And then they were going to the jam. I turned up to the jam. Then I ended up doing a UCB class with Kirill and Al and Chris. And then by that point, I think I was just forcing my way into the team. I just got to keep turning up. I, I knew I'd been chatting to Laura for a while. And I, I hadn't really thought to ask. I feel very bad about this. It was Kirill and Chris who were like, have you asked Laura to join the team? And I was like, oh, no. Oh, that would be a good idea. And I told Laura this. She was like, thanks, Al. Yeah. yeah. I just, I was trying to make you sound good there. But yeah, no, no Al didn't right. want me in the team. He was outraged. <laughs> no, it's fine. Everyone's lovely. <laughs> Well, Laura, what you were saying about the the, um, the improv scene in Glasgow as well, which is dead interesting. So just say a little bit about that, please. Yeah, I think I'm very lucky because I am very close to a, a tight-knit group of improvisers that's growing bigger and bigger every year. Um, I had always wanted to go over to, like what Al did, go over to LA because I thought I was the only one. I thought mm. I was the only person in central Scotland that had heard of giant American comedies like Saturday Night Live. Um, like, obviously I wasn't the only one. There was a whole group of people and luckily I found them. Um, but there's the Glasgow Improv Theatre that has is very lucky in that Jason Perez, who's a brilliant improviser originally from LA, um, moved to Scotland conveniently and kept teaching improv when he came. So we've got a lot of, we've been taught the American styles. Mm. Um, and I know that not every town and city in the UK has that if you're out with London. Like London has a, a lot of improv between like Hoopla and the Free Association and lots of other groups. And obviously anyone that wants a comedy career gravitates towards London, but the Glasgow scene, especially for comedy is fantastic. And we're very lucky that an hour in the train takes us to Edinburgh where every August, everyone in comedy comes to us which is yeah. brilliant as well. Like we don't even have to go anywhere. They come visit us once a year. So um, yeah, we're, we've got the Edinburgh International Improv Festival, which up until before lockdown was the way that we would get um, big American names like Will Hines and Billy Merritt, who are two of the, the most like trusted improvisers. They wrote a brilliant book, Pirate Robot Ninja, that's really well regarded. They were over February 2020 <laughs> lockdown was the month after and we felt so lucky to have them we felt so lucky that they came and taught us and this was amazing and then fast forward two months we're all online with them getting taught for the whole last year um, best name terms with them now first like... name terms best pals <laughs> um and so it's it's we we were very lucky to have our scene and it's odd that the pandemic if anything just made the playing fields equal um yeah. Yeah. now we've access to to lots of stuff and I know that like Al's very excited because like even just discovering other people near you that are learning from the yeah. same place you are and you didn't know yeah. they were down the road when I yeah. got back when I got back from LA and this is not to be disparaging against because there's some fantastic improvisers in Liverpool and some of them are good pals but when I came back the style I'd learned was very very different to what everyone else was doing and I suddenly was like, oh, can I swear? I was like, oh, shit. Like, I was like, 
and what am I going to do now? No one knows this. And I've got to be there in the corner of the room going, no, you don't do it like that. You do it like this. So yeah. I had to basically, I was like, what am I going to do here? Long story short, I've actually set up a team now. And we've again, we've because of all this, we've managed to get a coach online. Dan Thomas, he's fantastic. You know, and we and we practice online and hopefully we're going to be doing shows when when we're allowed to. But yeah, yeah it's um I was really worried because I was like, oh, I've spent all this money <laughs> to go to America. <laughs> but I've got it's like playing basketball, but no one else has to play basketball. And like I'm playing on like yeah. as I say, there are improvisers here and they're fantastic. But yeah. it's a different, I've learned a very different style. And sometimes those styles, not, not clash in a negative way, but it's mm. hard to get on the same page. Yeah, but you're bringing something which nobody else is, is doing. So so that's that's valuable. And that's how we kind of cross-fertilise cultures and genres and all this kind of thing. So I, I just think it's brilliant. Um, I want you to tell us a bit, though, about... Um, what, what's what's happening in the immediate future? Tell us about these workshops that, that you do on Saturdays and how people get involved and all, all this kind of stuff. Uh, well, there's shows, but we do we do shows on Saturdays. They're not sorts of workshops, but we, people can come and jump in on on and play with us. Corel, yeah. um, do you want to say any more about our shows? Because you're that you host them. Um. Well, yeah, our shows usually involve. Um, ourselves in a guest team and then afterwards there is a jam session so mm -hmm. we, try, we try to make it all inclusive for everybody and we, we try to put in teams that we like to watch ourselves so that way we get a go and then we, we you know we get to sit back and yeah. watch a team that that we like and then afterwards we invite everybody up on 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 stage on the virtual stage and and sort of free for all and, and let them come play with us and have some audience audience participation that's just like going on stage with your favorite band that's just uh, that's just fantastic and are, are, these, are these live corral these are these are live yeah it's uh so it's every other saturday um 10 30 uk time uh 2 2 30 uh us uh, los angeles time rather and then uh I think 7.30 in the morning for Australia. Um, <laughs> when's our next show? You got, you got the date? I think it's 5th of June. I'm not in our next show, but our next show is 5th of June. But it's always, it's a changing lineup. It's, there's always someone that's yeah. not there. <laughs> so we, we, have, we have nine members in our team and we, we do that so, sort of like, you know, like basketball so we can have substitutions. Uh, uh, basically, yeah, we, I don't think we've ever had all nine in a show together. That would be fun. I think we've had like six or seven at most. Um, so yeah, and because because it's such crazy time schedules and and whatnot, some you know people have other obligations. Um, we just we at least have four or five each each show that come and yeah, it's all live. People come come watch us on our Twitch. Uh, that's LDR Improv on the Twitch, and yeah, come on in. Uh, you could. We have the chat going, so people are always you know, chatting back and forth with each other, uh, and and they're they're giving us the suggestion to start the show. So, if you want to be that person to you know say you you were part of the show and and you know gave gave us the idea, come on by and, and give it a listen and suggest something. 
Fantastic. And um, sorry, the, the format for this, you, you'll have to excuse me because I'm an old bastard. So I don't, I, I'm not too familiar with the platforms. Can you watch this on Facebook Live, YouTube? What, what's, what's the platform? It's Twitch. Uh, Twitch is the platform. Um, are we LDR, in, we're LDR Improv, right? Not LDR underscore Improv. Right. LDR. LDR I've got it right here. Yeah. It's yeah. So it's LDR improv and yeah, Twitch is just basically a, another streaming service like YouTube, but it's designed specifically for streaming. Whereas YouTube is videos. This is just for, so lots of video oh. game uh, people do it. And yeah, that's, I sound yeah, old now. They're like video. It's designed, it's designed for like live performances as opposed to posting videos of things that happened at an yeah. earlier date. Thank you, Viva. The only one who could give a proper freaking definition of it. <laughs> She's the younger one. She gets this. I am. I'm, I'm the little baby. And also, don't feel bad about not understanding Twitch because Twitch is another service that, like, just gained popularity, like Zoom. Yeah. Like, mainly Twitch. because of the pandemic, because yeah. people are looking for ways to, like, broadcast live shows. Yeah. So it was, like, it only gained popularity in the last couple of years. Yeah, I think through video gamers, like people yeah, literally. Like live streaming their video game playing sessions and people like watching that. Um, but now it's it, it's it's nice because it's on Twitch. It's like an open forum. So you could just go on Twitch and they'll just show you what's streaming right now. And you could just come into any stream and just watch people doing random things. Um, and, but also our, our shows are recorded. So if you want to check out any of our old shows, they're also on Twitch. Um, so you could go back, go back through the history of, of improv uh, for a long Maybe distance. Maybe don't watch the yeah. first show. Maybe just leave out the first show. <laughs> don't watch the third. Don't watch the third. <laughs> it's okay. Only the watch the even number. Oh, uh, guys. Uh, I'm just blown away. I'm so like in awe of it. I love it. <laughs> just thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us and explaining a bit more of um, improv because you yeah. mentioned I've come from an acting background but you mentioned improv and everyone goes <gasps> like it's so scary but I don't understand why there's such a big stigma about it but it, it, it yeah. shouldn't be I think if once you learn these skills yeah um, it gets less scary it's the same as having it's not the same as having a script in front of you but it gives you as I say that framework I was going to mm -hmm. say as well I'm looking to start teaching classes soon as well in Liverpool teach me yeah, well, I'm happy to. I've not. We're working on a name. We're thinking the Atom Improv, but we'll we'll see. I think that's what it's going to be. The Atom Improv, probably, probably. But just find me on Instagram, or you'll probably put. That Al's like the most massive improv nerd, so he'll be a great teacher because he can literally tell you anything about any school of improv. I'm obsessed. I'm a I bit love obsessed. it. I love There's, it. There is a guy us about it because we'll publicize it and promote it as well so let us know when that's happening there's a guy that i um, started doing improv with and in my very first improv class with him he turned to us and went so we just improvise scenes and then we're going to write them down and then we're going to rehearse them for the final show right oh. and we all said no that's not how this works at all do you know what this is and he was like yeah yeah we're gonna write all of the sketches down we're gonna practice them over and over and get them perfect and we were saying no 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 and he went very pale um but see once he worked out how to do it he is one of the most dedicated improvisers in this online scene right now um, 
yeah, he looks suspiciously yeah. like Al as well. And um, but it's Al. not. He just looks like. Are you Al. talking about Sharpie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sharpie's he, great. He is so committed. It's it takes a bit of. <laughs> it's confusing to your mind at first that like, oh, you're gonna go on stage with nothing prepared, but once once you get that first hit of how fun it is, and you know that your team's supporting you, yeah. it just becomes an obsession. I do like the idea of rehearsed improv, though. We think we've invented something new. <laughs> Fully rehearsed improv, yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so, so much for coming on and sharing your experiences. It's been absolutely amazing. Um, so we can find you. Do you want to tell us your all your Twitter, Instagram handles and things? Yes, I'm going to try and remember. So I'm at... Uh, my hate mine. Uh, mine your is- your handle is so long, Al. <laughs> mine is when Al is said and done. Um, Spell it out. No, I'm not. You'll have to just find it. <laughs> Laura's just tackling. We will put it in the show notes, so it is fine. I, I will. I was going to say ours is uh, at LDR Improv. Obviously, That's we've awesome. mentioned the Twitch. A little bit of a nod and a shout out as well. Um, obviously. There are classes available online with the UCB Theatre if anyone's interested in learning from those guys. And Will Hines, who we mentioned, WGIS, the world's greatest improv school, is also available online at the moment to anyone that wants to learn it as well. And as again, I'm going to be trying to do classes in person. So, yeah, there's plenty of options for you guys to do it. And anyway, I'll let everyone else do their uh, (laughs) handles now. Um, Okay. Mine is Viva, like Viva Las Vegas. And then the letter U, like Ursula, the witch from The Little Mermaid, because that's my middle name, Ursula. No and then, way, I love that. Yeah. And then Rose, like the flower, Viva, you, Rose. Oh. Thank you. Um, I am Kirill Photography, because I used to be a wedding photographer. Yeah. I had a lot of doing that. That's Kirill with two L's. Two L's. Just one. Yeah. Um, two R's? No, one R. One R, two R's, thank you. Two R's? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> How foolish of me. And Laura? I, I am on Instagram at cheersdarling, um, which doesn't relate to anything. I just chose that one day, one time. Um, maybe was listening to Damien Rice at the time. And um, also, if you're in central Scotland, look up the Glasgow Improv Theatre and also the Edinburgh International Improv Festival. You'll find a lot of like-minded people there. Also, if you go to the LDR Improv Instagram and you're obsessed with LDR, uh, you can find all the members tagged in like intro posts. Each of the members have their own little like introduction on the page. Oh, guys. I just love it. I've got one more. I'm so sorry. I've got one more. Regular oh job. God. Regular job is the team in Liverpool <laughs> as well. Come see us when we do shows. If you're listening to this in Liverpool, I'm sure that's where most lots of our listeners are. Yeah. Keep your eyes peeled for regular job. If you see a poster for a show called Regular Job, and you're like, what the fuck is that? It's improv. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. But we're going. It- Bob, we're gonna go. We're gonna go watch improv. <laughs> Defo, but you know what else I've learned? We need to change our handles because ours are, ours are rubbish. You know, I was just, just thinking that, and I was like, I'm not going to say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. And you've just said it. Now going to change mine to Bob Twitch. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't think people are going to get it, Bob. I think they're going to think you have a Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Well, thank you so much, guys. It was lovely to thank have you. you on. So thank you very much. And yes, we'll see you later. Oh, thank could, you. Could, I could listen to for, for, for days. Brilliant. Um, th yeah, thank you so much and good luck with, with everything that you're doing. Um, Caitlin, we, we yeah. need to the show the, the, in our traditional way. You know, I'm, I'm going to ask you um, what you've been doing and what are your plans for the um, for the week ahead. Bob, do you know what I've actually got? I've actually got something to tell you this week. Um, I I have just finished. I've come back from Liverpool literally an hour ago to well, it's two hours ago now um, to come on this podcast. I've been filming. I'm an actual like actor again, Bob. I know you've been making a film, haven't you? Yeah, tell us about yeah. it. Um, so I'm a lead actress in a short horror film called The Gaze, as in G-A-Z-E. Yeah. Um, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and it's not out yet because obviously we're just finished filming it, but I will let you know when it's out to watch it. Uh, that's fantastic. But can I say this is your second horror movie? And I I've know. Typecast, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm happy with that. I love a good horror. I, I think it's you're a kind of gossipy. Oops. You're a kind of gothy, witchy looking, uh, girl. That's karma. I just sent that to you. <laughs> Tell me I'm a witch one more time. <laughs> oh, Bob, what are you up to for the rest of the week? Well, I've, I've discovered a new hobby, um, open water swimming. Open water swimming. <gasps> no yeah. way. I want to do this. Yeah. Well, I fell in the Mersey, pissed one night on the way home. Oh, and, um, I hate you. Yeah got into it that's how i got into it <laughs> i actually hate you <laughs> seriously it, it's so unusual drinking again i've forgotten the the impact that drinking has on you and the you know the hangover the next day because i haven't drank for so long so yeah it's it's relearning to drink okay well we don't promote drinking but yes you can do that on your own time <laughs> <laughs> But yes okay thank you for listening everyone and you can find us at likemindedproductions.co.uk um and all our instagrams is likemindedproductions so yeah have um, a lovely for andrew our producer oh yeah um, we need to um, who hates zoom he really hates it when we come on zoom because he can't control us and the microphones and the sound level so you know. <laughs> and my laugh and my laugh he's like for god's sake caitlin yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and thanks very much for Chris Woodward for um, for booking our guests too. Uh, what what excellent guests we've had today. Thank you very much. Thank you guys. Thank you, Thank you so Thank much. You. See you all again, everyone. See you soon. Bye, Bye. now.